Welcome to the Los Angeles City Section Baseball Podcast. Connor Morissette and the master predictor, Alex Scar. Alex, you went 4-0 with your open division picks. We're here at San Fernando. You nailed that extra inning game. Congratulations, 4-0. It's a hell of an achievement. Yeah, thank you to everybody that believed in me. Thank you, Mom. Thank you, fans. We really got to shout out the true winners here, the teams that actually went out and won the games. We're here at San Fernando High School. The marathon nine-inning game went all the way down to the wire, San Pedro and San Fernando. We're here at San Fernando. They're getting some hacks in already preparing for their next game. But that one was a one nothing lead for San Pedro pretty much the whole way through. San Fernando ties it late, then it goes into extras, and then a big two-run double from Matt Dodd to win it there in the ninth inning. Really crazy things already happening here in the open division. A really, really good showing here from San Fernando, and here we are. San Fernando moves on to play Chatsworth, the two seed. That'll be next Thursday on the road. And I was one and three for my prediction, so you, know, right. you were great. I, right. I was it's not right. as great. Um, and I've been hearing it from the, the San Fernando letting, baseball, uh, the family yeah, on Twitter, and, you know, let it fly. That's why I make predictions uh, when you're wrong, you own up to it. So I wish them good luck against Chatsworth. But, but you mentioned it. San Pedro was up one nothing for the majority of that game. They showed good fight, San Fernando did, to get back into it. I believe uh, a, a key error was made by San Pedro, which led to their run. And, hey, you know, they don't ask how, they ask how many. So exactly. San Fernando is able to tie it up in the seventh and then win it in the ninth. Playoff baseball, they'll, they'll take that any day of the week. Yeah, going up against Chatsworth next, so you know they're going to have a test. But after finishing the season really, really hot, they swept Kennedy and then finished out winning that Valley Mission League. You knew this was going to be a really good team, a really tough team. Chatsworth, they've had a week off. Usually that means good things for baseball teams. You're fresh, you're relaxed, you're ready. But sometimes you just want to pick up the ball and start throwing. You want to get in the cage and start hitting. San Fernando's the hot team. They definitely have to watch out. And there you mentioned Kennedy. We'll get to them in a minute. But before that, let's talk Granada Hills and Roosevelt. I was at that game. The Rough Riders defeat the Highlanders of Granada Hills 4-0, a, a game that Roosevelt scored in the first inning, and, and they never looked back. Granada Hills was in trouble early in that one, and the bats weren't clicking for them. And that was because of Salvador Zapata, the Roosevelt starting pitcher. Complete game. When he was hitting, he batted third or fourth, I believe, and had two RBIs. He was the player of the game. In, in that one and really there weren't too many other players to, to even consider he was the the clear best player in that one and now Roosevelt will, will get a chance with him on the mound against El Camino Real I anticipate that to be a great game but Roosevelt just in a different class in Granada that game yeah you were really impressed with Cepeda I saw your post-game interview with him that's a big kid he's big already guy. got a beard hey I don't have a beard you know <laughs> if he's already 17 he's mature like that that's going to be really really tough for hitters if his fastball's got good life that's going to be tough to catch up to. You're not going to barrel a lot of stuff. So Zapata, if he gets the ball there against El Camino Real, watch out, man. A lot of crazy things could happen. Yeah, and after that game, we saw a few college scouts talking to him. He, he's a hot commodity right now in the L.A. City section, someone we haven't discussed too much, so I'm glad he's finally getting his due. Salvador Zapata, he, he's been fantastic. And, and looking at that El Camino Real game, we're going to preview it in a little bit. With him pitching going up against Golnick, that's going to be fantastic. Yeah, it's going to kind of be form versus function. You're going to have the hard guy throwing a lot of hard stuff. You're going to have the soft soft tosser and Brian Golnick. It's hard to call him a soft tosser. He sits low 80s. It's a good live fastball, but when you're going up against a guy who's bigger and throwing high 90 or high 80s, almost in the low 90s. High 90s would be epic. High 90s, not quite. Not quite. But, but you, yeah, know, he you know what I'm hard. saying? Yeah, and he's the guy that really is going to bring that fastball. Golnick works a lot more off the corners, the changeup, the, the slider, the good command. A really good pitching matchup. I'm, I'm excited to see how that one turns out. 
As am I. And you were at Kennedy, the 11 seed, their win against Pally, 2 nothing. What did you see in that game? Well, Andrew Olivas pretty much gets it all started. A two-run homer in the top of the first inning, and that's it. Chris Alvarez absolutely shuts down the Palisades offense. They needed nothing else. Alvarez wasn't necessarily overpowering, only three strikeouts, but he allowed two hits. You're really going to limit damage if you can limit base runners. They're just not going to have a lot of opportunities to score. And Palisades, I've watched them a couple of times. They're one of those teams, they score in bunches. They're a very big rally type of team. They get a guy on, all of a sudden the next guy gets on, they get two on, nobody out. Both of those guys suddenly come around to score. So limiting that damage early on, they had a big key double play that stunted the Palisades rally, but all in all, a really good team effort, good defense, good couple of defensive flashes there for Kennedy. They looked really sharp, and if the pitching they can limit offenses, it's going to be really tough going forward. Let's give the Valley Mission League some credit. Two teams Absolutely. into the next round of the Open Division. On the podcast, we weren't sure the level these teams were at because they weren't able to challenge themselves. The only time Kennedy and San Fernando really were challenged in the league was against each other, and San Fernando ended up winning both of those games. But both teams were able to move on. We, we hear so much about the West Valley League. They got all four buys. The Valley Mission League moving two teams on. It's very impressive, something that the Marine League was not able to do. Yeah, I asked Chris Alvarez after the game. I said, you got the 11th seed in open division. Did you feel slighted at all? Because we had them on our number one in the top ten. And he's like, you know, maybe at first, but once we realize all the teams are counting us out. They're going to expect us to come in and just be a pushover. This is going to motivate us to be even better. So, yeah, the Valley Mission League, maybe they didn't play some of the tougher teams in the Valley. But if you believe you can win, that's 90% of the battle, right? Yogi Berra's famous quote, 90% of the game is mental, the other half is physical. If you can go out and win the mental game, you're already way ahead. And Kennedy, if they can continue to be hot, because Chatsworth's going to give them a hard time. If Kennedy can continue to stay on top of their game, they're going to be a tough team to beat. I agree with you. And then the last game, craziness. Banning, number eight, beat Pauly 8-6. They were the nine seed. Early in the game, a Pauly fan gets ejected. Later on, John Gonzalez gets ejected, the banning coach. The Twitter storm from that game was incredible, but at the end of the day, banning gets it done. Anthony Hoya pitched in that game and was roughed up a little bit early, but got out of some jams. He also had a couple RBIs in the win, but that's Polly for you. Their, their fans are going to bring it. You know, they're, they're not afraid. They're a rowdy bunch, and the fact that banning, even though they were at home, was able to overcome that and win, I'm impressed with it. Now they got to play Cleveland. That'll be a tough game. But that was a game where it's too bad either of us couldn't have been there yep. because that was one where, you know, it was must-see TV. Also, shout-out to the Pauly fans. I mean, think about how bad it is to yeah. drive in L.A. traffic. You're going from Sunland, the East Valley of L.A., all the way down to Banning. That's a trek, man. Those fans deserve an MVP, even if they got thrown out. Hey, good effort out there <laughs> yeah, <they got> <laughs> from the Pauly fans. But, yeah, you're right. I mean, that game went all the way through. The Banning team, Banning was leading at 1.7-2. to yep. And then Pauly scored all the way, almost all the way back. They ended up scoring six runs in that game. So really a crazy finish. We had a bunch of good games. All these games were close. We had two shutouts, two games that went all the way down to the final inning when it was still in doubt. So a really good overall uh, first round here in the open division. And one thing I want to bring up about uh, Anthony Hoya over there at Banning, we've talked at length about the freshman, but this was really a big first test for him, right? This is welcome to high school baseball. Here's the playoffs. Here's a team that's going to be tough to beat. Here's a bunch of fans that are going to try to get in your head and be an absolute pest. So he's going to have to build on that as he heads into next week because it's not going to get any easier. Here comes Cleveland. They're the number one seed. So it's really not going to get any easier. He's going to have to go on the road. Cleveland's got some good fans. You know they're going to be loud. Welcome to the show. Here we go.
Let's move now to an open division preview. We look back on the first round games. Let's discuss the second round games. They'll begin on Thursday, and then from there, we'll preview D1, which starts Tuesday. So first game I want to discuss, number 11, Kennedy at number 3, Birmingham. How do you envision that one going? Well, I think it's all going to depend on who pitches. If Chris Alvarez goes back out there to pitch against Birmingham, he wants that revenge. He pitched against them last time when they lost. That's left kind of a sour taste in his mouth. He wants to go right back out there. He wants to shove, get the ball. If he goes out there kind of with that fire a little bit, expect some good things. On the other side for Birmingham, yeah, who I'm curious. Gets the ball? I'm curious to see who gets the ball. I feel like you got to give it to your senior. You got to give it to DJ Virginia. I know Albert Garcia's pitched really well, so is Armando Yanez. But you got I think you got to give it to your senior at least to start because you know if things go south in the first couple innings, you've got a whole week to rest up. Give it to your bullpen. Go right back. Give Virginia the ball to start. If things don't go well, go right to Yanez. Go to Garcia. Find that bridge. If things go do go well, fantastic, right? The plan works. But if they don't, you know, you've got a whole week to prepare afterwards. So throw it right to the bullpen. I agree with you. After the pitching, I think the most important part of that game will be can Kennedy avoid Birmingham scoring early? Because when Birmingham gets up early in games, it's tough to come back against them. A lot of times they score very early and often with Tinshire gets on and the next thing you know, Garcia's up and you know, you're already down a couple runs. But if that can be limited, then I think Kennedy has a good shot. And really all these games, I don't think you can look at one and say, oh, okay, that's definitely going to go this no, team's yeah, way. Absolutely. Which is incredible in what you want to see. I'm curious to see who gets the ball, but I agree with you. I think Virginia will get it as well, but maybe a short leash if uh, things don't go well early. Are yeah, we going to make predictions here, or are we going to avoid that? I mean, oh, I can make them. I don't know. Have you, have you gotten <laughs> out of the doghouse yet? Can you make your predictions? I'll stick with mine. I picked Birmingham to win this game. I think they still do. The, the two teams kind of have a similar vibe. It's going to be a similar atmosphere to both of these games. I took in some games at Kennedy. I took in some games there at Birmingham. So I think it's going to be kind of a similar vibe from both of these teams. If they, whoever team scores first, they're going to be hooting and hollering in the dugout. They're going to be throwing seeds at each other. They're going to be a big menace to that other pitcher on the mound. So if Birmingham scores first, like you mentioned, I think it's really going to be tough. Get over that hump. Get out of the, get out of the trouble you put yourself in. I'm still picking Birmingham because I'm going to stay true to my picks, man. Birmingham. I've, I've got them going pretty far. I like Kennedy, but I just think the experience and the depth from the Patriots wins out in this one. I'll straight stay true to my pick as well. I, I have Birmingham, but, I mean, I, I don't think Kennedy should feel slighted. I, I mean, obviously we, we didn't pick them, so maybe because of that they, oh, they, they will. They I, know, argument, I know but, they will feel slighted. But it's not like we're saying, oh, Birmingham's going to kill him. I, if Kennedy wins, I, I wouldn't be shocked. All right, 10 San Fernando at 2 Chatsworth. San Fernando, we're here. Can they get to Achicaro? That's the question. Yeah, sure they can. Score a couple runs early. I mean, if you're a high school baseball team, that's the mantra always, right? Score early, and on the defensive side, limit the opportunities. Limit the mistakes, limit the errors, limit the walks. But offensively, you want to get on the, you want to get on the board. You want to score, put a crooked number up, let your pitcher pitch with ease. So if they can get to Achicaro, absolutely great. And he's kind of had some trouble in those early innings where the walks are a bit of a problem. Sometimes he needs some time to settle in a little bit. If they can get to him early, yes. I still think Chatsworth, like I mentioned about the depth, it's always going to be depth. We saw San Fernando had a hard time with a good San Pedro team. I think Chatsworth wins this one. They've got just more bats. When it comes down to it, they've got more bats. They have a deeper lineup, and they're playing at home, and that always helps. Chatsworth is my champion, so I can't pick against them now. I'll take the Chancellors again. San Fernando, you know, they gave me a lot of stuff on Twitter this week. They sure did, man. Yeah, so you gotta know, love if, they, it. If, if they win... It's coming for you next week if they win. That, so you know what? I, I had a good week last week. Karma's coming. Eight banning at one Cleveland. That game, you know, Anthony Hoya, he, he'll probably get the, the ball again. We saw him overcome a good poly team. 
I think Cleveland's going to be a little bit too much for him. Yeah, Cleveland's got some good arms. I know we've talked about Chris Lozano. He's kind of dealing with some just arm fatigue, basically, so we may not see him, but they've got plenty of arms that are later in that game. I'm picking Cleveland because I know we've talked a lot about kind of what they do, and they're the number one seed, right? Fact of it is, they're one of the best teams here. Banning had some real trouble with Pauly, Hoya being a freshman. There's just too many variables. And then the last game, five Roosevelt at El Camino Real. For me, this is the toughest one to pick because Roosevelt is, is, is very, very good, as is El Camino Real. They've been inconsistent this year. If Cepeda can pitch well against the Conquistadors, then you know Roosevelt has a great chance. Yeah, if we had a contest for the best video bomb here in the city section, San Fernando just put their name in the running. But, you know, we <laughs> talking about San Fernando. Is that and, what's going uh, on back there? Going I, I, on. I heard it. I, I didn't want to look. But. Yeah, that's what's going on. Hey, it, it, something, the word's gotten out. The SCPILA podcast We're going to put together a damn good uh, compilation, compilation of, of, of all these. I'm excited. Yeah, there's there's been a lot. San Fernando, they're chipping in. They're uh, going in there for the running. Roosevelt and El Camino Real. I've got Elko going all the way to the city finals where they lose to Birmingham. But Roosevelt was really, really impressive. And they've got a top flight arm. That's going to be the biggest thing as these playoffs wind down. Who do you have? Do you have a guy you can throw out week after week? Because a bullpen helps, but what's going to help the most is a guy that can neutralize an offense. Zepeda clearly neutralized a pretty good offense over there at Granada Hills. So El Camino, they're going to have to, like we keep saying, get on the board early, limit the mistakes. Brian Golnick's going to have to bring his A game. I like El Camino Real in this one, but I have a feeling you're thinking something else. I mean, I want to pick Roosevelt, but I'm a man who I make the picks. I go on Twitter. I got to stick with him. So it's El Camino Real. Man of integrity. I mean, I'm not. I, I, you can't switch. You know. You can't do that now. You, you can't you switch. Can't do that Especially now. when I pick Granada Hills. No, so you, how bad you're, you're would already that in be? the doghouse. Yeah. yeah no. I mean, I, I I really like what Roosevelt brings. I, I think they're a really good team. Well coached. All of it. Again, I, it's such a cop out. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised if they won. <laughs> I, I wouldn't. All right, let's run through D1. Um, 16 University at 1 Carson. University didn't win a league game in a bad Western League. Carson's going to roll them. And Carson is pissed. They wanted to be in the open division badly. A lot of people thought they deserved it. Hey, we thought they deserved it. If it weren't for some automatic seedings and a few different things going that way, Carson would have been in. Turns out they're number one in D1. Man, they are angry. Uni, come to have fun, suit up, play ball. Carson's going to roll. Dorsey at Bell. Bell has some nice wins, as does Dorsey. I don't know. Do you know? Yeah, I would feel like Bell just because early in the, the season when we were making our top tens, Bell was kind of circling that 11-12 spot. They got a good team over there. We saw Dorsey play Crenshaw. Crenshaw, the program, is still in its rebuilding phase, so not too much stock in that. But Dorsey beat Taft. And Verdugo, and as Verdugo. did Bell. So this is going to be probably, I mean, it's the 8-9, as with every team you know field of tournaments you're going to have the 8-9 is one of the most competitive games I'm picking Bell in this one I just think Dorsey there's there are too many variables here we don't know really what kind of team they are Bell I just from the league schedule they played I know they've also played in kind of a rough league but I'm picking Bell in this one give me the Dons at 12-5 right. North Hollywood at Venice Venice a team we both think could reach the championship maybe win the championship so sorry to hedge our bets a little bit we both have Venice yeah I'm thinking Venice like you said, Venice has a real shot to take on that city title. Watch out for Josiah Morrissey, man. That kid over there, only a junior. He's got an ERA under two. He's hitting over 400. Really just a fantastic ball player. We're going to see him play for the SoCal Cubs over the summer, so you know he's going to be one of the good ball players here. Really, really good pitcher. I'd be surprised if he doesn't throw. I'd be pretty sure that he will. So Morrissey, if things are going well, the kid's got a real good fastball. It's going to be tough for those North Hollywood hitters. Venice win this one. 13 Garfield at four Marshall. Marshall kind of a dark horse team to potentially get into that championship mix. I like them. Yeah, Marshall's going to piss some teams off. Garfield, they play kind of a, they finish towards the bottom of that league, which is always a little bit tough for them. But 
Marshall, they kind of went unnoticed. We talked a little bit about them in our previous podcasts, but hey, I think as it winds into the second and third round, we're really going to start to see some more even matchups. We got Marshall in this one. We, we got, still got some tomfoolery yeah. going on back there. <laughs> so it's a little bit. All right, let's uh, run through the end of this. Three, uh, or excuse me, 14 Silmar at three Franklin. Silmar, right? Silmar, I think. I mean, it's we have picked all the top seeds at this point. But frankly, Not so fast. I picked the Dons. Oh, sorry, the 8-9. Excuse me. <laughs> but as it goes, usually in these tournaments, you're going to have a lot of disparity, right? There's not a lot of equal matchups here in these early first rounds. Silmar was one of those teams. We had them number 10 in our first top 10. So Silmar Spartans, I think they, they're going to be one of those, maybe the second round exits, but they're going to win their first round matchup. 11 Westchester. We know they have two very good power hitters at number six, Verdugo. But Verdugo was a team that... It wasn't a big shout, but they had a small shout to be in the open division, and maybe they feel a little slighted at six. Um, but I, I think they're going to be too much for that uh, power-hitting duo at Westchester. Although maybe that game will be closer than people think, because Westchester, some of these teams, with all due respect, don't have a clue. I think Westchester has a clue. Westchester has a clue, at least offensively. You give some of those kids a fastball, dude, they're going to get that front foot down and turn on it. They're going to crush it. I'll watch one of their boys hit a home run. It's pitching and defense. With a lot of clubs, that's going to be tough. That's Westchester's Achilles heel. And Verdugo, they've got a really good pitcher and a really good catcher and a good shortstop. Those are the three big issues there for Westchester. They just don't up the middle. They're just not as strong. Verdugo's going to take this one. Yeah, I agree with you. Narbonne and Hamilton, maybe the toughest game that we have to pick. I know Dorsey Bell we were separated on, but 10 Narbonne at 7 Hamilton. Narbonne coming out of the Marine League, they're not that bad. They've they're played a lot of those teams close. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would feel bad. I mean, Hamilton was one of the early supporters of the podcast. They were real real high on us. We were high on them. They kind of had a tough finish to the season. The Western League didn't end exactly the way they wanted. I have a hard time picking against them just because I think their competition, when they played good teams, they beat them. Narbonne, for the most part, when they played in the league, they lost, right? These are, these are games you got to win if you want that respect. I'm going to pick Hamilton here in this one. Narbonne, it's going to be, hey, we talked about Dorsey and Bell being a tough game. This might be the toughest. Hey, that sounds good to me. Give me Hamilton. 15 Chavez at 2 Taft. That's the last game on the slate. Taft struggled in the West Valley, but, you know, with the open division format, they have a chance now to win a city championship. New season starts Tuesday for them. Yeah, give me Taft. They were bummed. I mean, the West Valley League is an absolute gauntlet. They kind of had a hard time in league. As it goes, man, one team's going to lose most of the games. It's just kind of how these schedules work out. But Taft, now, some sh now a chance to really kind of earn that newfound respect. You want to be taken seriously? Go win D1. I think they got a good chance. Anything going on behind us? No, that's no, all. No, wow, done, they, they so. gave up. They got to go prep for their game yeah. against Chatsworth. So uh, for San Fernando, uh, all, the, all the baseball players, thank you for, for joining us. Uh, Alex Gar, I'm Connor Morissette. We'll be at playoff baseball games near you. We're looking forward to next week.